Morning. This is the Fully Charged Daily Podcast with Graham and Nathan. You're getting all the fully charged without the music or ads. With now, please welcome Graham and Nathan. Have you ever used the app Wallet? On your phone. <laughs> it's where you keep the bank cards. I never do. I would never I can't, do such a I thing. I can't figure out how to add my bank cards. I tried. See, I've got my Bank of Ireland card there. I've got my Revolut. I've got my NatWest UK one. That's so dangerous. It's not. Someone could hack no, into your can't. phone and have all those cards. They can't because they have to use your biometric ID to use it. What's a biometric ID? Your face ID or your fingerprint. Google yeah. Pay. Here we go. Do you remember someone tried to hack... Into my phone, I clicked on a link. Oh, that wasn't a hack. That was just you click on a link and it sent you weird calendar Here, so, requests. Wait a second. So I think I've... Is that my... Is that my... That's your Revolut there. So can I use that like yeah, that? Have oh, I already added it? Yeah, hold to read it. So, and that yeah. works. Ah, oh, the amount of times I go to Dunn's and forget my wallet. You don't have to do that. You can just go... Doo. No, I'll do it face down. No, you don't have to do that. So that works? Yeah. You joking me? No. I the amount of times I go to Dunn's, I get my cereal. I do it on my watch as well. I have it on my watch. What if so someone takes your watch? It won't work without it being on my wrist. So then I just go. Ooh. What if they chop off your hand and your wrist and they go around with your watch? <laughs> so I'm so. Hungry. Do we all have different fingerprints? Yes. Like Everybody. the amount of people on this planet, <laughs> and we all have, have individual fingerprints. fingerprints. Yeah. So we all have different number plates as well. Do we? Yeah. Do we? Yes. Do you know your number plate off by heart? Yeah. I don't. I sent a picture of it to uh, my friend Mark. And whenever I have to pay my toll, I have to scroll back into the media of Mark. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I get Mark to pay my toll. <laughs> Why don't you sign up? Uh, not for me. Why? It does it automatically then. You just go to I E-Flow. couldn't trust that. <laughs> I wouldn't want to. It's, I wouldn't trust remembering. You have to remember in life. Yeah, true. If you don't remember, you forget. How come you haven't watched the show Afterlife? Ricky Gervais' oh, show. I, I don't get Why into not? it. Why not? I don't know. You got into the first season. I, I did watch two episodes of the second one. and I was like, oh, What happened? It kind of feels like it's all the same. Hmm? It's all the same. It's kind of same. Depressing, is it? No, it's funny. Okay, we got to go. But, nah. I'm more of a winning time. The Rise of Legos Dynasty. Wait, now. Thank you. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. One, two, one, two. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. Okay, here we go. We're rolling. My name. Is Graham O'Toole This man is Nathan O'Reilly Mama, ma, Morning <laughs> Live across Dublin This is the only way To start your day This is Ava Max Fully charged with Graham and Nathan Hey we're the Jonas Brothers Fully charged with Graham and Nathan Hey Spin it's Amory. Fully charged with Graham and Nathan This is Ed Sheeran I'm fully charged I'm Dua Lipa I'm fully charged Hey it's John Corey Fully charged with Graham and Nathan Right you ready? Yeah yeah Spin 1038 Is your number one Hit music Fully charged with Graham and Nathan is on. I don't like what's happening, and it's happening. Go on. Nathan bet me into work today. Yeah! Now, I was in the building before you. However, I spotted your car in front of me as you turned right at the Swan Pub on Angel Street. Did you continue going down? No, because yesterday I went down the laneway by DBS to get onto Diggs Lane and there was broken glass all over the lane. Oh no. And I was like, oh, I don't want to get a flat tyre so I'm going to leave that lane a few days in the hope that someone clears it. So where did you go? So right at the Swamp Pub and then left by St. Stephen's Green Car Park. 
parked. Like you, I went your way because you were in front of me. So did I beat you into the car park? You were in the car park, but you must just take your time getting out of the car <laughs> because I got in <laughs> and I left and I was making my porridge by the time you came in, but you were in front of me. Because you said to me last week, you're leaving earlier. Yeah. And I don't like it. The, we have our routine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get in five to ten minutes before you. You were sitting at your desk by the time I came down. What's going on? Is everything okay? Are you and Becca arguing and you're actually not living in the house anymore? Uh, we broke up a few weeks back. <laughs> I've been living in my car. You've been sleeping li- in the you've car been living, park. You've been living by the Swan pub. <laughs> Just leave there every morning as you spot me coming uh, from I, I like coming in early. Like You might be thinking to yourself, oh, are you preparing more stories? No. No, I'm giving myself some time. Did you see that I went to the bathroom? I was literally on the toilet, my trousers down to my ankles for 15 minutes. <laughs> I was actually wondering, you've been in there for an awful long time. Callum went to the toilet, and I was like, I'm not going to go to the toilet while Callum's there. Nathan then went to the toilet, but he goes to the shower room. Callum had come back from the toilet. I wasted a few minutes. I went to the toilet. I came back. Nathan was still in the toilet. I love the way you don't knock on the door. Are you okay, buddy? That'd be all right. You'll be all right. I saw a great story this morning about Dolly Parton and how she had a song called 9 to 5, but if she did a 9 to 5 job, she'd be up six hours beforehand. She gets up at 3 a.m. in the morning. Wow. So I came up with a fantastic game. Go on. Celebrities and sleep higher or lower what time does a celebrity get up at in the morning and lucky for me there was one website online that gives me celebrities times what a treat we'll do that kick it off the show with us let's do it it's the fully charged daily podcast with Graham and Nathan Harry Styles oh yes as it was at 7.10 I'm fully charged with Graham and Nathan what do you want do you want some information about that Harry Styles song yeah I'll give it to you that song is number one in the charts in Ireland at the moment. Listen to this. That is the first time Harry Styles, as a solo artist, has achieved that in this country. Isn't it mad? Mm. You would have thought with Watermelon Sugar. I would have thought with Sign of the Times. Yeah. The first no. one, because that was a massive release, huge video. Everyone was like, wow, this is a new Harry. This is like David Bowie-esque. I'll give you a little bit more information. That was the last song he wrote on his third album that's coming out in May called Harry's House. There you go. I spoiled you. Couple of stories about celebrities in sleep this morning. So Dolly Parton has said that she gets up at 3 a.m. and doesn't need a lot of sleep. She says she gets some of her best work done between the hours of 3 and 6 a.m. Oh, I don't. (laughs) Di O'Shea... He got COVID in January and he's still suffering the effects of COVID. Why are you laughing? I'm not laughing. You were laughing at me. We've all had COVID. But actually, Callum hasn't had COVID. No, still, I have the immune system of a Superman. (laughs) And he says before, he know he does the Today Show at Mora. Yeah, yeah. Mora and Dying from Cork. He has to have a nap every day in the dressing room before he goes on air. Oh. Every day as a nap because the effects of COVID. So all this talk about sleeping and napping got me thinking about a game. I called it higher or lower but I'm going to change the name of it now. I'm going to call it earlier or later. Has this celebrity woke up earlier or later or do they wake up in general than the previous celebrity I'm talking about? Brilliant. Nathan, if you get it correct I will use this sound effect. <laughs> Is that producer Callum That's working? Producer Callum and his sleep apnea. <laughs> and if you get it wrong, you'll just hear. Okay, so we're going to start with Taylor Swift. Nice, easy one. Taylor Swift gets up every morning at 7am. But does Simon Cowell get oh. up earlier or later than Taylor Swift? Well, Simon has baby Eric. 
I'd say baby Eric wakes up in the middle of the night. Baby Eric is now eight, we found out yesterday. <laughs> no longer a baby. I'm going to say because baby Eric's on the, the milk, do you know, the bottles of milk. It's not anymore. So I'm going to say Simon wakes up earlier. Simon Cowell wakes up at 8am. Oh. oh, I'm very surprised so by that. he's not awake now. No. He always got to get it wrong. Maybe with the time difference, though, in America, we could be his drive time show. Oh, yeah. Gordon Ramsay, earlier or later than Simon Cowell, 8am. I remember I'm a big fan of Gordon, Gino and Fred, and Gordon Ramsay said in one episode, I love waking up early, so I'm going to say earlier. Well done. Gordon Ramsay gets up at 5am. Wow. Ridiculous. What about American TV host, and I don't know if real doctor, Dr. Phil? Does Dr. Phil get up earlier or later than Gordon Ramsay at 5am? I don't know why I have an image of him in his bathroom at 4am combing his moustache. So you're saying earlier? I'm going to say earlier. Dr. Phil doesn't get up till 7am. Wow. Oh. And is he a real doctor? He is know. a real doctor, I just is searched. He? he holds a doctorate in clinical psychology. Um, I saw Dr. Phil's son. He supported the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> is he just on stage? Uh, Make sure what? to check yourself. What was he? Is he a student doctor? <laughs> no, he was like a country no, you singer. You can have that one. He was like a country singer. <laughs> right, final <Very> one. <laughs> What'd you say? Very strange. Oh, I thought you made a joke. <laughs> Kylie Jenner. That's a joke. Earlier or later than Dr. Phil at 7am. Kylie Jenner. Doesn't Kylie have... She's two babies. Two babies. So you have to wake up early. I'm gonna say later. <laughs> later than seven a.m. You're incorrect. Oh. According to the article that I found online that gives all these times away, she wakes up at ten to six. Oh, not six o'clock, but ten to six. Give yourself that extra lion, Nathan. How'd you get on yesterday? Oh yeah, my furniture was delivered, but I have to tell you something: absolute nightmare involving a light bulb and a lampshade. <laughs> Going to tell you all about it in five. I love Nathan's DIY stories. It's next. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. You'll be happy to know, guys, that I am staying late in work today. I'll be leaving at around a quarter past ten. (laughs) Full day for me. Ice one. Yeah, so you left early yesterday. I was happy for you because I was in your house last Thursday and it was a bit miserable in your sitting room. You had one solitary kitchen chair in front of the television. There was no couch. You had no couch and you've been in there, what, two months now? Three months. Three months without a couch. Yeah, and to be honest with you, I never sat in that chair because it's quite stiff and hard, so I just lie on the floor, but we got the furniture. Big shout out to two guys, Marto and Shane, who delivered the couch. Oh, another freebie. Uh, Not a freebie. Oh, what free couch is it? They listened to the show. They thought that I worked on a different radio station, though. And then they said to me, you have a very distinctive voice. Very distinctive. What station do you think you worked on? 2FM. All right. I went, no, that's not me. Really? Yeah. Who on 2FM do you sound like? I'm not too sure. Uh, Rick Donna o- Callahan. Rick O'Shea? Maybe. <laughs> Even though he's already gold now. Oh, look, come on. Go on. Uh, so the furniture was delivered, and I have to say, it feels really weird actually sitting on a couch. I'm not used to it, so I actually spent the afternoon just lying in the hallway and then slowly made my way where I put one singular leg on the couch, yeah. and then by the end of it, I was lying on the couch. Uh, but you did have a long day at home yesterday. I had a long day. It was like you had a day off yesterday. Yeah, 
So I want to do a few odd jobs. So I don't know if I said yesterday, but over the weekend, I changed all the lampshades in the house. Okay. Because they were quite old-fashioned. The previous owner had some quite ugly-looking lampshades. So I picked up a few, and I'll be honest with you guys, I've never changed a lampshade or a light bulb before. Turn me on like a light switch. Have to say terrifying experience because I was so scared I was going to get electrocuted. Oh, so what stop. I did is I turned off the main fuse oh, box you so I wouldn't get electrocuted. Just in case I started licking my fingers Yo. and I put it in the plug socket. Like, honestly, you just don't have... Like, just turn the light switch off. Turn me on like a light switch. No, turn me off like a light switch and then just change the bulb. No, because sure the light I'm on. scared I'm going to get electrocuted oh, if I try and force a light bulb in. How are you going to do anything in this house. Now, let I'm, me I tell you. I'm impressed that you actually changed the light bulb yourself as opposed to ringing Becca's dad. So I have two things here. I changed all the lampshades, but the end result was extremely suggestive. I had just a light hanging down from the bottom. It didn't look right, so I flipped the lampshade upside down. Realized late last night that I actually was wrong. All the lampshades were... Upside down. Upside down. <laughs> Turn me upside down like a lampshade. Went to Woody's to pick up some brand new light bulbs because they were quite dim. Now, I've never bought a light bulb before. Have you? There's different watts. Yes. Different voltage. Do you know the, the what, no, what the watts are? Not at all. Oh. So I bought two light bulbs, but I was kicking myself because I thought they were two of the same light bulbs. Oh. They were two different. Can you describe the end bit? Oh, oh. Just tell us, Graham, oh, come on. No. Bayonet and screw. He got a screw instead of a bayonet. So I actually got one screw and one bayonet. So my. Oh, how energy efficient. F. <laughs> Literally, the, probably the cheapest and the worst energy efficiency. F. Turn me on like a light switch. Now, yeah. one of the light you're, you're, bulbs... You're responsible you for stop? any of the global warming in, in Bray. One of the light bulbs doesn't work because obviously, I don't know what you said <laughs> That's there. That's a screwing. Yeah. Now, I've ripped open the box, but I still have the receipt. It was six ninety nine. Can I oh, return it today? Put your loss and just leave it. Okay, if I sellotape the box so no. it doesn't look like I ripped it. No, you Turn need to, me on like a light switch. You need to get rid of those so they're not in the, in the ether. An F. I have all F light bulbs now in my house. F for feeling great. <laughs> oh, so you don't think I can return it, genuinely? No, because normally with returns and stuff, it has to be in the original packaging, in sellable condition, so they can resell it. They can't resell it. Do you know it. what I was going to do? Because one of the boxes was correct, like it was fine, I didn't rip it. I was going to change the light bulb and put it in the wrong box and complain and say, I opened this box oh, and I got this light bulb. I've done that before. Oh, have you? <laughs> yeah. I'd say you felt dirty afterwards. Uh, but it was on an online thing, so I didn't have to speak to anyone. Shame I just kind of you. put, like you said, with the wrong PR answer. for the show. Um, so F light bulbs. I want Baz Ashmawi to go over to your house for DIY SOS and just help you. And I just want a television <laughs> show of Nathan attempting to do DIY. Or if, or if someone in Bray, they're like, we need locals to come over and just help and chip in. And Nathan rocks up and they're like, no. You know <laughs> no what I was, we're not that desperate. When I was going to put the light bulb in yesterday afternoon, I was going to turn off the main fuse box again but then I realised Becca was on a meeting upstairs <laughs> could you imagine if she's just cut out of the meeting sorry about that oh, brilliant I want more Nathan DIY F stories light bulbs I they're the future F for future <laughs>
And Noel, what are you saying? Light bulbs for dummies 101. When you take out the bad light bulb, take a picture of where it came from, then go to the shop. With that picture, take a look at what you need, match it up, and there you go. You won't have to go and embarrassingly bring back a ripped open box and ask for your refund. So remember that one. Yeah, because you got the screw light bulb as opposed to the, the no, the one. The bayonet is called, isn't it? Yeah, How do you know it's called a bayonet? Where do you learn these things? Life, the school of life, generally. And I'll tell you what's a horrible feeling when you're changing a light bulb and you've had the light bulb on for an hour... It's piping hot. Have to get a tea towel, and then you realise the tea towel's wet. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, (laughs) goodbye, life. It's the fully charged daily podcast with Graham and Nathan. You may have just heard me there. I was clearing my throat because I need to be ready for the showbiz shootout. This is where Graham and I each have a showbiz news story, and then at the end, producer Callum, aka the big bad sweaty sheriff, decides which one is better. Good morning to you, sheriff. Hello there. I'm gonna begin. My story is short and sweet. It's the first time I've ever spoken about this man. Say hello to my little friend! Friend of the show, Al Pacino. The internet is going crukra crazy because apparently he has a phone case of this guy. What? What are you doing in my swamp? Shrek. (laughs) He was out for dinner, Al Pacino, the other night with fellow actor Jason Momoa. And there was a picture of them enjoying their meal. And on the table was a phone with a Shrek phone case. Do you have the picture? I have the picture. Have a look at this. Now, some people, the cynical people, were saying... Do you know what? That may not even be Al Pacino's phone because there's a few other people at the table. But let me show you this picture of the Shrek phone case in question. You can get it off Amazon. There's loads of different faces of Shrek on the phone case. Do you think it is? That's it. That's it. Yeah. Can we get your approval? So... First of all, the first thing I noticed about it is Al Pacino ha- doesn't have AirPods. No. Which I love, which is very hipster now, where people still use the wired e- earphones. He has them in his phone on the table. That is, I can confirm, you found the exact phone cover of the multiple Shrek faces on his phone cover. So we're saying it's legit. That's it. yeah, that's Let legit. me just pass over to the sheriff because he's yeah. a massive Shrek fan. I would buy this phone case. It, it, it is Shrek tastic. Yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah, that yeah, is. Found the exact okay. one. Brilliant. Well Thank done. You. Get Al Pacino, Al Pacino, Al Pacino in the swamp. <laughs> that could be nice. News about Noel Gallagher. Um, basically, he was on a podcast talking about going shopping and okay. what he does in the shop. All right. So he said to be worth around fifty million pounds. And he said when he goes into Tesco, he goes, I just fill up the effing trolley. I would never buy a bit of -of out-of-date fish because it was reduced. I put reduced stuff back. I leave it for the needy. He said, said, I still get asked on a daily basis in the supermarket, what are you doing in here? People think that famous people have butlers and all the women are like Joan Collins and all the rock stars like Mick Jagger. It's not like that. I still queue up in Tesco Metro. I have a normal life, but an extraordinary job. Gets me thinking, I actually have a new thing now where I don't throw away milk when it's out of date. You freeze it. It's the sniff test. I think oh. I talked about this before, didn't I? We did the we did the thing I can tell a date uh, milk by yeah. tasting it. The last day there was no milk in the fridge. The only milk in the fridge was out of date 
by five days. Oh. And I wanted, oh, I no. wanted just to no. drop. Absolutely I wanted not. Just to drop to take the bitterness out of my coffee. So what I do, I poured it in the glass first. No. I had a little sniff, a little taste. I go, that'll do. Poured it in. Perfect. That was definitely gone off. It, 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 it was gone off according to the date, but not gone off according to the taste and smell. Do you know what I saw the other day when I was doing my food shop in Lidl? Those miniature trolleys. Aren't they absolutely adorable? Are you talking about the ones for the children or the ones that are half shallow? For the children. Oh, yeah, they're cool. They're just so sweet. You feel like a hamster would go around in it. I'd like to see you push one because you're a tall man as well. You'd be like, you'd be arched down. You get the you get the big trolley and I'll go for the children's oh, trolley. Oh, that'll be adorable. Uh, I'm disgusted by Graham and his milk uh, drama, so I'm going to give Nathan the win this morning. Thank Nothing to do much. with showbiz, but I don't care. I suppose my story was just man shops in Tesco. <laughs> it's the fully Charge Daily Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Jax Jones, Emily K, where did you go at 745 on Fully Charged with Graham and Nathan? You gotta get it wrong. You gotta get it wrong? You gotta get it wrong. You gotta get it wrong. I've noticed that recently we're playing a lot of songs. Where did you go? Where are you now? I can't find you anywhere. <laughs> There's a lot of people missing. Yeah. A lot of questions Yeah, to be answered. <sighs> Some questions here in a minute. And all you got to do is get them wrong. And if you top our leaderboard at the end of the week, we will give you a Gotta Get It Wrong board game. Currently on top, let's have a look at the leaderboard. Aoife on 13, but playing this morning is Jay, who comes to us from a crane this morning. How is it looking up in the crane? Nothing but fog at the minute. <laughs> it's a foggy one this morning, is it? Well, foggy this morning. Jay, this is kind of like, you know, an American and they meet an Irish person in uh, in New York <laughs> and they go, do you know this person? We're going to ask you, do you know John in the crane? Because he's a fellow crane driver that listens to the show. I do indeed. No way! Oh, wow. I do. No way! I, do you work for the same company? We do. No way. We oh, do indeed. So is there anything you would like to say to John right now who is sitting in his crane listening to the show? Good morning, pal. Have a great day and stay safe. Oh, that can is he, can lovely. He, can you see each other? Do you know where his crane is in the city? I can see him from my crane. He's only he's only about five minutes across the road. Oh, guys, oh. this is beautiful. Here, Connecting the, the crane drivers of the city. I want to ask you a few questions, okay? First of all, how long does it take you to go up uh, the ladder into your crane? This morning I thought I was getting a phone call at half seven from yourself, so it only took about three minutes to climb the whole thing. Is there um, a toilet normally. in the crane? No. <laughs> so what do you do when you need to defecate? You have to come down. I on, I go to the toilet about four or five. Or my throw bag out the window, who knows? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you might look at me and think, is it raining? <laughs> I don't know, it's a sunny day. And oh, it, Jay's at it again. Jay, <laughs> is it a lonely job up in the crane? Um, it can be. It can be at times, but I mean, you've got a guy on the ground with a radio, so you kind of keep yourself entertained, you know? And how many buttons are in a crane? Is it easy to manoeuvre? Oh, oh, it's very easy. Once you get the hang of it, I suppose like anything you get, it's very easy, yeah. I love, I'd love to send Nathan up into no, a crane. No, <laughs> I'm scared of heights. Are you scared of heights, Jay? I was before I got in the crane, yeah. Funnily enough. <gasps> Jay, go, why did you take the job? Were you not nervous? Me dad actually owns his own company. Uh, he's on to you all the time, Jason Winder. Oh, oh. Jason, all right. Um shout out to win that crane operators while I'm on yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he was the reason I got into it oh, um, it was never something I thought I'd do but look 
Here we are. A father-son story. I love it. Well, Jay, let's get going for a game of Gotta Get It Wrong, the reason you're on. These are the rules. We're going to put one minute on the clock. you got to get as many questions wrong as you can. There is no repetition. Your answer must be in relation to the question. And you only got a couple of seconds to answer before the buzzer comes in. And we move on to the next one. Your score to beat is Aoife on 13. 14 puts you top, Jay. Here we go. What nationality is Russell Brand? What band was Paul McCartney in? Beatles. What do you put on top of a birthday cake? Water. Sing a hearsay song. Happy birthday to you. What animal is Bugs Bunny? A giraffe. Name a Becky Hill song. Gotta get it wrong. What noise does a sloth make? No. What's 78 minus 9? 3. 14 plus 23 is 36. True or false? False. How many Fifty Shades of Grey films have there been? Eight. How do you spell the word logic? L-O-P. What is Eminem's real name? Dano. Is a sauna hot or cold? Cold. How many fingers does the average human have? Seven. Name an animal that hibernates in the winter. The board. Do your best impression of Macaulay Culkin. Uh, what TV show is Macaulay Culkin's brother in? Oh, amazing. Jay, what a performance. How did you find that? Not bad. Paul McCartney was in the Beatles, wasn't he? Yeah. He was, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> he was. Are you but, uh, a fan of the Beatles? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> we all live in a yellow submarine. Eh? In a yellow crane. Jay, you needed to get 14 to go on top of the leaderboard. I can tell you, my friend, up in the sky, you got 14. He did it, he did it. Go on, Jay. Jay, you've done the crane drivers of Dublin proud this morning. You go top of the Gotta Get Around leaderboard, and if nobody gets 15 or more between now and Thursday, you'll be winning the Gotta Get Around board game. Jay, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you this morning. Have a great day driving that crane. Good luck. Have a great day. Bye. Be safe. See you, Jay. And if you would like to play this week, then give us a WhatsApp with the word wrong to 087-711-1038. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast with Graham and Nathan. It's 8.09 on Fully Charged with Graham and Nathan with Now. Stream winning time the rise of the Lakers dynasty weekly with the Now Entertainment membership. And you know what? We got a six-month Now Entertainment membership to give away to you plus a Lakers jersey after nine o'clock on the show. But I want to tell you about a story. Okay. Actually, first of all, I want to say big congratulations to Olympic gold medalist Kelly Harrington and her wife who got married over the weekend. Yes, Kelly! What a legend. She got married over the weekend and the reason I bring up this story is because I was in the car on Sunday. Okay. And I had the radio on, Spin 1038. And on the news... You know, they kind of do the serious news, but then right at the end, there's a story. It's a nice kind of lighthearted story. And they were talking about Kelly Harrington getting married to her wife. And they had the afters in the Old Spot pub on Bath Avenue. Oh, I'm a big fan of the Old Spot. You might be thinking, what's the big deal with that story? Let me tell you. As I was listening to that story on the news, I was outside the Old Spot pub in my car at traffic lights. That's why I ask you the question, which we haven't asked in a very long time. Small Small world world or coincidence? coincidence? Is that a small world situation 
or is that a coincidence? Nathan, I would like your take on it because I have my take. Now, we've done these in the past where random things happening. I remember I met someone from agency sales was sitting behind me in a restaurant in Havana in Cuba about five years ago. And I think we said that was a small world, not a coincidence. When I heard, Graham? Never nice when you hear that on your Never holidays, nice. especially in Central America. And they also sounded like they were in pain as well. <laughs> Graham, can you help me? Right. On the radio, Kelly Harrington and her wife having the afters of their wedding in the old spot. I am sitting in my car at lights outside the old spot when I hear it. Nathan, are you saying small world or coincidence? If I think too hard about this, I get very confused. So I'm just going with my gut and I'm going with coincidence, okay? Hear me out. I think coincidences are a lot rarer. They excite me. I would say small worlds is more, as you said, when you meet a person in a place. That feels to me a small world. A coincidence is when you just think, what are the chances you are outside the old spot you don't normally hang around there you turn on the radio and they're speaking about the old spot for me what are the chances I, it just seems like a coincidence I'm thinking small world and I know and I understand small world has always got to do with people and meeting them somewhere in the world but for me because I was in that specific moment I was in that specific place in the world I could have been anywhere in the world Anywhere. Yeah. But I was outside the Old Spot pub when it came on the radio. For me, that's saying it's a small world. No, I'm it just seems... Small what do world. you think, Producer Co? I'm thinking coincidence as uh, well. I'm, very rarely that I agree with you, Nathan, yes. but I think that your logic is right there. Because it's a coincidence that Graham is listening to the radio and he's outside the venue. Yeah. It, it has to yeah, be coincidence. That's a good argument, because... The listening to the radio bit isn't small world. Yeah. Let's put it out there. Small, small world or coincidence. You could be listening to anything. Yeah. And like Paul. I'm just surprised that you Imagine there. if someone's listening to us and they're outside the old on Bath Avenue. Oh, the old spot that'd be right mad. Now. Are they thinking to themselves, is that an old, uh, is that an old spot? Is that, is that a small world or a coincidence? All right, quick poll. Small world or coincidence in relation to that story. I'm saying small world because I could have been anywhere in the world at that specific moment but I was outside the pub they were talking about Nathan you're saying the coincidence because too many elements yeah yeah and Kevin and Raph Farnham he's in agreement he says I think it's a coincidence because there's a lot of different elements at play here the fact you're in a car the fact you turn on the radio at that specific time while you're outside the old spot is so rare my mind is blown okay I've got two messages here James says 100% coincidence small all world would have been if you saw Kelly Harrington on the street while listening. Yeah. Oh. And Sarah goes, small world scenarios are only used when you meet someone you know on holidays. Every other time is a coincidence. I think I'm being outnumbered here. We did get a message in from Gareth. Lads, I've just searched the actual definitions of these for you. So small world is used to show surprise when you meet someone you know at an unexpected place. And coincidence is a remarkable occurrence of events or circumstances without apparent casual connection. So by logic, I have to go to coincidence. I think I'm done here. It's I not very often where Graham is outdone by logic, but I think today is one of those rare times mark it in your diary the 12th of april yeah. 2022
Is that a coincidence or a small world that I got done by logic? Oh, my head hurts. <laughs> it's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. But very exciting news. We talked about it last week on the show. We launched a brand new podcast called Will You Shift My Friend? And it basically is the fir- world's first podcast about shifting. Yeah, we're saying the world's first podcast. We haven't really looked into it. It just sounds very sexy when you yeah. say something like that. I think it's only right to play the theme song, Graham. The we song? might have a first-time listener. Let's around and find the theme song. Because it's catchy. Um, it's a catchy yeah, song. Really You'll know the words friend. by the end of it. Oh, here we go. Will you shift? Will you shift, my friend? 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 Oh, I tell you something. The lyrics are incredible. <laughs> they never change. They just stay the same. I think it's how you uh, really make it to stick in people's heads. I don't know about you, Graham, but I got a few DMs after our first episode with Greg O'Shea, and they said, love the podcast, don't like the theme song. Oh. Yeah, a lot of negativity. I got one, and then I put up a poll, should we change the theme song? And people said, no, we need to release it. What's happened is it's divided opinion. Yes. Now, last week, we chatted to Greg O'Shea all about Love Island and shifting and Amber. And he was very like open, wasn't he? Um, I'd love to, because he wasn't in last week, I'd love to get producer Callum's opinion on our first episode. Oh, yeah. What did you make of the first episode of Graham and Nathan's brand new venture, Will You Shift My Friend? You know that I don't believe in podcasts. <laughs> and radio is my only true love. This I guy. listen and consume to nothing but radio. It's only live once. This, unless you hear the Catch Up podcast. That's Sky Sports you're talking about. <laughs> This guy, he's so I haven't listened. I wash my hands of any other ventures that you do outside of the show. This has nothing to do with me. Stuck in the dark ages, this yeah. guy. You have to modernize yourself. <laughs> Hell of a guest this, this week, week. So good. Comedian, actor, writer, an all round good person, Justine Stafford. Ah, we love Justine. Uh, Justine is very nice. Justine is hilarious online, and we were so happy that she joined us for our second episode of Will You Shift, My Friend. And here's a little clip of her episode where she talks about the end of a night, a night out with her friends, and one of her friends trying to get her to shift the DJ in the club. The night ended, and my friend Brian just, in the middle of the dance floor, started shouting, shift my friend, and pointing at me. The entire nightclub, like, spread out and formed a circle. You know the way people put a handbag in the middle of a dance floor and everyone dances around it? I was the handbag. And everyone was chanting, shift his friend, shift his friend. And then the DJ comes on the microphone and goes, lads, I have a girlfriend. And it was like a pantomime of everyone going, aww. I tell you, I've never seen producer Callum so happy. Sounds like a great listen. It's a good listen. It's a good listen. It's a good listen. Now, Graham, if anyone's listening right now, and wants to listen to this brand new podcast Don't listen to it now Listen to it now Where can we? You can listen to it on the Go Loud app because this is a Go Loud original podcast You can also listen to it on Apple Podcasts You can listen to it on Spotify Heck, you can listen to it wherever you get your podcast. Do you know that sentence wherever you get your podcast? I never know well, what else is there? <laughs> if yeah, you have Go Loud, you have Spotify you have Apple Podcasts where else? You, what, what are the other platforms? Because I've got an Android. I would use Yuck. CastBox. 
don't think looking down Man, at are me. Are you in the dark ages, Graham? <laughs> we need to modernise as a show. So we would love for you to check out Will You Shift My Friends, a brand new podcast. We got it to number three in the comedy charts last week. Thanks to your help. If you tuned in, thank you so much. If you're like, what's going on? Check out Greg O'Shea. Check out Justine's episode. It is out to. right now. Oh, you know, you have to. You have to. Le- Callum, you, by next week, you've got to listen to both of them. We, okay, want, your, we want your review. Yeah. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. That was sickened last night. Why? Sickened. What happened? Got home late last night, and all I wanted to do was sit down and watch Winning Time. The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty on now. Got a message from the landlord. Oh, yeah? Because we're moving out at the end of April. Gotta come and look at the house. I need to see what I need to be painting. I need to see the different colours in the house. I go, oh, you're joking oh, me. Oh, what about the oven door? <laughs> He's in for a surprise there. <laughs> I hope you like cellar tape wrapped around an oven door. <laughs> what? So, this is what it was like when I moved in. <laughs> I swear I've got pictures from six years ago. So yeah, I had to kind of hang around and I didn't want to put it on because I knew the second I put it on, he would knock on the door and then when he came in and we were chatting and by the time he left it was yeah. too late didn't get a chance to watch any of it but you are obsessed with the show oh, I love it and this week we are celebrating the launch of that show Winning Time The Rise of Lakers Dynasty streaming weekly with a now entertainment membership it tells the story of the LA Lakers and their rise to become the most successful professional basketball team in the 1980s starring John C. Riley. now it's very interesting you said yesterday that the actors in the show like to look and talk into the camera Yeah. and I want to do a little bit more research I didn't realise the creator of this is a man called Adam McKay who did the big short that makes sense and they like doing that a lot that makes sense and I actually read which is very sad he has an extremely close relationship with Will Ferrell Adam McKay they started a production company back in 2006 called Gary Sanchez Productions they've worked together for years heck he did all the Anchorman films oh but they had a falling out over this show no it was produced by Gary Sanchez Productions but he cast John C. Riley instead of Will Ferrell as who's the main character? Jerry Buss. Jerry Buss. And Will Ferrell was really upset by it, and now their relationship has broken down. So much so, the production company is non-existent anymore. It's really sad. But if Will Ferrell is one of the bosses in the production company, and the production company are making this, surely Will Ferrell has a say, no? Yeah, I well, don't know. If Adam McKay is. Directing the big cheese, who knows? So well, it's very sad. We are celebrating this landing on now, and we've got a six-month now entertainment membership to give away, so you can stream that amongst some other great TV shows, and also an LA Lakers basketball jersey. We'll throw that in to win every single day. So if you'd like to play, just text or WhatsApp us the word Lakers with your name and location to 087-711-1038 and then we'll have a little game of basketball Nathan will be throwing balls into a basketball hoop closest person to guess how long it takes him to throw a set amount of basketballs in the hoop will win I do have a question yesterday producer Callum he held the hoop and I had to resist throwing it at his crotch is he going to be holding it again? Yeah, I'm going to hold it because at the minute I've rested it on the window by me but it's very high up and it makes it impossible for you to shoot because you've got lights and speakers in front of you so it's not going to work so I'll hold it up but please don't throw it at my crotch or my face. Okay, perfect. 087-711-1038 is the number. Lakers is the word you got to message us if you would like to win that six month now entertainment membership and we'll also throw in an LA Lakers jersey as well. 
trying to win that are Charmaine and Peter. Good morning, guys. Good morning. All right, guys. Charmaine, do you think I'm the next LeBron James? You could be. <laughs> Not a lot of confidence in Charmaine's voice. Peter, good morning. Welcome to the show. Um, are you a fan of the NBA? I'd watch it a small bit play on the Xbox. <laughs> well, there we go. Peter, I'm going to try and throw this basketball into the hoop. Producer Callum is holding the hoop right now. I'm scared that the ball is going to wriggle around his loins. <laughs> <laughs> right, this is going to work. Charmaine, you're going to go first. Nathan, the set amount of baskets he has to hit this morning is five. He is about, let me paint a picture, he's about ten foot away from producer Callum who is holding the hoop. It's a miniature basketball hoop. How long do you think it will take Nathan to shoot five baskets this morning? Um, 20 seconds. Okay. Oh, thank you for your belief in me. Peter, <laughs> how many seconds do you think it will take Nathan or minutes to shoot five baskets? Oh, be careful with the minutes, would you? I'd say at least 60 seconds or at least one minute. One minute, you are saying. How dare you? Okay. <laughs> so it's the closest person to it wins. Nathan, we're going to start throwing in three, two, one. Are you? Oh, he's good. One for one. Nathan, nothing but net. He's missed the second one. He's only got one. Okay, he's got two. LeBron James. He's got three. This is unbelievable form. LeBron James. Four. He only needs one more. I'm going to say LeBron James. Five. He has done it in 19 seconds. <laughs> Which means, Charmaine, you are one second off, meaning you are the winner this morning of that prize. Brilliant. Congratulations, Peter. You had no belief in Nathan. <laughs> you sounded like my father, Peter. Who <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he is my father. <laughs> Peter and Charmaine, thank you so much for listening to the show. And Charmaine, congratulations. We'll get that prize sent out to you. Cheers. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Another chance to win every single morning this week after nine on the show. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Clean banded topic. And Wes Nelson with Trife. I read today this morning, Wes Nelson yeah. has wrote over 200 songs in a year. <laughs> what? It's an awful lot. It's 940 on Fully Charged. Solve the shave with Gillette Labs. Effortless shaving with the new Gillette Labs razor with exfoliating bar. You better believe it. Solve the shave with Gillette this is where we shave off part of a song and all you have to do is sing us back the missing lyrics and if you come on air and do it right we give you a Gillette Skin Guard starter pack plus six months worth of blades trying to solve the shave this morning is Jenny who we hear has a great voice ah uh, I know <laughs> do you love the singing do you I do I'm thousand is one of my favourites oh, ok well we're hoping wickedly talented extremely Pamela. <laughs> what's your surname Jenny Tyrrell. Tyrrell? Yeah. Did okay. you say squirrel? Yeah. Tyrrell. Okay. So we would like to introduce... The wickedly you know talented. We, Jenny, do you know when we say wickedly talented? Do you know what we're talking about? No. Oh, oh damn, damn it. it. We're right. not relatable. What's the name of the girl who sings this? Adina Menzel. Adina Menzel. So John Travolta was introducing Adina Menzel into the Oscars like five or six yeah. years ago. And he go and he couldn't pronounce her name. And it was like, I'd like to introduce the wickedly talented Adela Dezim. Ah. <laughs> so oh, doesn't we, find it funny at all. We would like to introduce... No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. At least you're honest. I'm the, hilarious. The wickedly <laughs> talented <laughs> Mrs. Squirrel. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Solve the shave, Jenny. Come on, Jenny. Let it go. Let it go. Goodness 
That was beautiful. If Louis Walsh was here right now, he'd be snapping you up. She's done it. She is solved. You're a great singer, Jenny. Oh, thanks. I'm not practicing the shower. You sounded like the lead singer from Key West. (laughs) You have just won. Hey, Gillette Skingard Startup Pack plus six months worth of blades. Jenny, congratulations. Thank you for listening to the show. Goodbye. Thanks for having me. And let's have a listen to some other fantastic voices because we know a lot came oh, yeah. in. Let it go, let it go. And one with the wind and sky. Let it go, let it go. Oh, God. One with the wind and sky. Let it go, let it go. We are one with the wind and nice. sky. I just feel like I have to play the John Travolta clip as well because okay. I feel like people don't know what we're talking about. Here to perform the Oscar-nominated, gorgeously empowering song Let It Go from the Oscar-winning animated movie Frozen, please welcome the wickedly talented one and only Adele Dazzy. <laughs> That's my favourite. It oh, is yes. my favourite. On the way next, Nathan's got a story about real-life Quidditch. It's the Fully Charged Daily Podcast with Graham and Nathan. I'm excited but a little bit apprehensive about this because Nathan is taking a Harry Potter themed story well it's to do with the sport in Harry Potter two international Quidditch competitions are taking place in Limerick this summer wow how are you kids how did we get the hosting rights to that I wonder is it similar to the World Cup where a load of different cities enter their cities and to kind of compare their facilities and then in the end it's just an oil state that wins <laughs> <laughs> well listen to this nearly 2,000 athletes are going to be in Limerick upwards of 1 million euro is going to be made in revenue from oh. these competitions didn't know Limerick was an oil state it's the European <laughs> Quidditch Cup and the International Quidditch Association taking place You, of course, you love Harry Potter. I'm going to break down just some of the rules here to this sport. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the films, Quidditch is played on a levitating broomstick. A flying broomstick, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, okay. Well, in the real-life version of Quidditch, it's a fast-paced, mixed-gender, full-contact sport. And it's been compared to handball, rugby, and dodgeball. Are they flying? They're not flying. They're literally just shoving broomsticks in between their legs and I'm running around and shoulder barging one another. Did you ever try and pretend that you were Harry Potter and put a stick between your legs? It's very uncomfortable. So I couldn't imagine having to actually play a sport with an actual broomstick between my legs. I don't know if you get to hit people with the stick or is it just very no. much in between your legs? You're not allowed. Actually, we've got a clip here because a few years ago we had a guy that played Quidditch on the show. And this is God, this is so long ago. It rings a bell. His name was A. Eamon, and he was talking about the golden snitch, because in real life, the game doesn't finish... No, sorry. In the books. <laughs> the game doesn't finish until the seeker catches the golden snitch. Of course, Harry Potter was a seeker. Draco Malfoy was a seeker. So when they catch... What the, about Hagrid? Hagrid wasn't a seeker, no. <laughs> he was playing hide-and-seek in his basement. <laughs> so Eamon was describing what happens, because the golden snitch is a golden ball which has wings, but that's not in real life. How does it happen in uh, the real world? Yeah, it's, it's actually quite different from how it is in Harry Potter. In, um, in real Quidditch, the snitch, the snitch runner is a referee. He's a neutral player who comes on in the 18th minute of play. And the snitch runner has the golden snitch uh, velcroed to the back of his shorts. 
And basically, uh, the two seekers are released, and they got to basically snatch the ball off the back of his shorts. Oh, so my God. This is the most physical position in Quidditch. It's basically wrestling. Wow. Sorry. So, Nick, you can wrestle the referee yeah. until you get the ball off their backside. Who's who's released? And it sounds like they're very much kept in cages. <laughs> the seeker. So the two seekers, each team has a seeker, which has to catch the golden snitch. They are released after 18 minutes because before that, the, um, the chasers are the kind of like handball where they're throwing a quaffle yeah, I was through a say, ring. What is a quaffle and a does ball. it resemble a waffle? Is it, is it a quaffle? Yeah. yeah so the, the bludger is the ball which the beaters have yeah. and they throw it at the chasers to knock them off their broomsticks. But the chasers are the ones that have to score points but then the points then added when the golden snitch because you get a certain amount of points when the yeah. golden snitch wins. Yeah. So in real life um, I was listening to that call earlier. 2018 that that was from when we did that on the show. Uh, the quaffle, the softer ball, is a dodgeball. So if that hits you, it's not too hard. But then the bludger, which is the harder ball in the films, is a volleyball. Yeah. So oh. that's going to hit you quite but, hard. But in the films, it's made of wood, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Now, guys, the first match was recorded back in 2005. And our very own country, Ireland... They uh, started a team back in 2017. Well, Ireland are world champions in... In Harry Potter. In Harry Potter. Yeah. We bet Belgium? I can't remember. I I think it's very strange that we play Quidditch on the grass. It should be in a sports hall and you should be wrapped in wires. Do you know you might see in a play (laughs) or something? (laughs) Okay. Okay, If you're going to pretend you're a wizard, you might as well do it properly. Nathan Riley, you're in charge of the Quidditch Association. You are now... In charge. Yes. What's the new rules? Okay, no longer on grass. We're doing it inside squeaky sports halls. We're going to have one person who's in charge of pulling. Okay, so actually you have maybe seven people looking after the strings of each player. The ropes. Because there's the ropes. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. so you have your player and, oh, you want to go up in the air, yank the rope and they'll go flying. But then how do they move in the air? They don't. They just stay in one <laughs> spot. And they can swing. So it's like volleyball, but in the sky. Let's do it properly. Come on. Oh, so they, and do they swing themselves? They swing. It's kind of the, like gladiators. Or does the person in charge of the rope swing? The person in charge of the rope swings them. And the person in charge of the rope can also push the other person in charge of the rope. They can have their own wrestling okay. match behind the scenes. So it's like two levels. Two levels here. It's kind of like Inception. Okay. I like it. Isn't that insane? That, that new rules to Nathan's Quidditch world. Come on, let's do it properly. Isn't The Rock setting up an, a different NFL type franchise? Or am I just taking that out of the sky? I think that might be a thing. Yeah, like so Nathan sets, up, Nathan sets up extreme Quidditch. How would you like to play? Yeah, I'll do it. I will be the chaser. Hagrid. <laughs> the beast. Everyone has to be dressed as Hagrid that's on the ground. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Fully Charged Daily Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Make sure to subscribe to get the podcast sent straight to your phone every day. And catch Graham and Nathan on Fully Charged, weekday mornings from 7 on Spin 1038.